Welcome to the Heaven on Earth Prayer Collective. My name is Kaya Ra, and I am the international best-selling author of The Sophia Code. It is my great privilege and pleasure to be gathering with you for this month's Heaven on Earth Prayer Collective. I feel so much um, delight and true, authentic joy and being able to come together with each of you across the heart waves. It's amazing to see how many people are attending live in the past few months and how much our community of lightworkers has grown. I was sharing um, with a fellow colleague a couple weeks ago uh, that this movement, the Sophia Code movement, is about educating embodied way showers of sovereign divinity. If you are new to our movement, if you are new to the Sophia Code as a book, as a sacred text, um, as a life-changing body of work given to us from the Ascended Masters, uh, those words may feel a little daunting, but I assure you uh, this is the space and the place to begin your lifelong journey in exploring what it means to embody the truth of your sovereign divinity. Your sovereign divinity was given to you the moment that whatever you call God, and we call God Sophia in the Sophia Code, when the source, God, Sophia, Holy Mother, Holy Father of all life gave birth to your soul, you were made in the image and likeness of that which created you. The presence of God is completely sovereign and the presence of God is absolute divinity. There is nothing lacking in the wholeness of God. And as we discussed recently on the 21 Days of Green Tara, which is a free series on my YouTube channel at Kaira Official, we discussed how the root of humanity's suffering is the belief that somehow divinity is actually flawed and has failed us. What's interesting about that statement is that it's actually the gift of our free will, which was also given to us at the birth of our soul. It is through our free will that we are able to explore our ideas or even our woundings and experiencing the truth of our sovereign divinity. As you are made sovereign, that means you have absolute choice in any moment of your experience of life across all of reality, across the space-time continuum, lifetime after lifetime, you have been given a free will to explore what it means to be absolutely sovereign and completely divine. I think when people hear those two words together, they assume that that means that there's only the best and the brightest behavior that comes with those two terms. And the truth is that all beings, including perpetrators, are both sovereign and divine. So what is the difference? The difference that we explore in the Sophia Code Mystery School is a process that I call surrendering into grace, surrendering into divine will, a divine will that seeks to prosper you in all ways, surrendering into the, the holy consciousness of your higher self, your own divinity that exists within every cell of your body, surrendering into the spiritual technology as revealed by the Sophia Code in chapter uh, two, that there's a spiritual technology that manifests directly from as light bodies of your own soul within human form that has the capacity to operate your human awareness so that you can do something amazing in this lifetime. 
with your sovereign divinity. Our sovereignty means that we are absolutely and completely autonomous. There is no God above us or beneath us that can control our behavior. <laughs> our divinity means that we are absolutely a total sum unto ourselves. We have been blessed with all of the same qualities of God. And it is simply the free will factor that allows for us to explore the free will choice to create illusions about our divinity and to create illusions about our relationship with power, to even create illusions about the truth of our wholeness and to explore belief systems um, where we would believe we are actually somehow separate from our divinity. You would have to be divine to actually have the power to explore the idea that you are separate from your divinity. You would have to be that powerful. So this is an interesting time that we are living in um, amidst this uh, viral epidemic. But I, I say that term cautiously <laughs> with reservation because I believe that we're not just facing a physical virus uh, in this world. I believe we are facing the viruses of humanity's belief systems that are manifesting at a record rate into this world, um, creating situations, creating circumstances that are very challenging for us to look at what happens when our free will has gotten to a place where it's so out of control that we, we are creating um, global crises to such a point that could potentially enslave us. The question that these very challenging times are asking us to become, very, to become sober to is why do we want to consecrate our divine, our sovereign divinity to over the next 10 years? I asked that question of our beautiful initiates in, in the Sophia Code Mystery School this week. We did a, a bonus class of support. And the, and the question from the Ascended Masters that came through was, what's your 10-year game plan? for how you are choosing to embody your higher self and why better than how why 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 would embodying your sovereign divinity be so important is because your sovereign divinity consecrated to the divine will of god that seeks to only prosper us only prosper us in all ways the presence of divine love is only here to prosper us and to expand us in our understanding of divine love that's its divine will. When we think of the words divine will, I think we often consider some uh, God in the sky pointing a finger down at us, telling us what to do. And it's simply not like that. Divine love in and of itself is divine will. The, those two words are, are pretty much synonymous as far as in my experience of them. Divine will is for divine love to reign in all areas of our relationship with life, as well as in, uh, for humanity's relationship with this world and with life. Divine love does not seek for us to be enslaved or perpetrated against for us to awaken in our spiritual journey. It is us as a species that has chosen through our free will to experience what, we, what is unfolding right now um, across this planet. 
that's how most of humanity is choosing to wake up right now. Is that good or bad? It's just like, it's just is what is happening. It doesn't even have to be right or wrong. It's unfortunate. I guess you could say it's unfortunate on some level, on many, many levels, because there's a lot of pain involved with this level of a spiritual awakening for humanity. I mean, my heart and my prayers, and I hope your prayers as well, go out to every single individual who has lost a loved one during this global lockdown and cannot actually go to the funeral rites or create funeral rites for their loved ones. May that may all of these souls that um, and all of the all of our loved ones in our community and beyond that are grieving the loss of a loved one and cannot bury them uh, or do ceremony the way they are, you know, they would wish to do those things to honor the lives of their loved ones. You know, may may our prayers support them through that time right now. What a what an incredibly like my heart goes out in every direction and to all of the people um, in this world that are feeling downtrodden or hopeless. You know, this is one way to wake up. <laughs> this is one way to get real about why we're here, and it's not the only way. And um, you know, we we can look at these. Um, these dark agendas, these atrocities, these bioengineered viruses, this, all of the ways that uh, are being planned to oppress humanity that so many of you are aware of, we can look at these agendas and we can lose our hope or we can look at these agendas and these, these actions taken against humanity and we can say, thank you for being my teacher. I get it. I am becoming sober to just how powerful my free will is to either chart my course to complacency or chart my course to being actively engaged in my divine purpose in this lifetime. It's like we thank these circumstances for the blessings of awakening that are occurring now. And as we thank them, we can release them as our teacher if you're ready to consecrate your free will to serving a divine will, which is synonymous with what? Divine love. Serving the power and the presence of divine love within you and all around you. One of the ways that we've come to discover the truth of our sovereign divinity is through serving the visions of our heart in this lifetime. We have many, many leaders and vision keepers in our community. And for this, I give thanks because I know within the depths of my heart that everything that manifests on the earth plane, everything that we create on the earth plane starts with tending to and nurturing the visions that are within our hearts. Are they visions that we are, that we imagine and make up for ourselves? Sometimes. But usually your divine purpose of a vision in your heart, whether the vision comes to you as something visual or as a feeling or as a knowing or as some kind of confident certainty, but you don't know exactly where it arose from, those are all connected to the vision within your heart. Vision keeping at this time is a very powerful and bright medicine that we need <laughs> the most. And I was really talking with Isis and the entire Sophia Dragon Tribe about this vision keeping that we are being asked to participate in right here and right now during this global lockdown. 
And so we're going to read a passage from the Sophia Code um, about what happens when we are called deeper into our awakening of who we are as sovereign divine beings. What happens is that we are, we become in tune with, in resonance with, aware of the divinity within us that wants to create through us, that wants to birth through us, that wants to vision keep through us. What we begin to understand as we come into contact with the truth of our sovereign divinity is that the, your life, the way you think you know it, is not really how it really is. Like who you think you are, why you think you're really here, the ego structure can get really wrapped up in that. And, and for those of you who are new to my work, I don't, I don't believe we need to kill an ego structure or fight against it because good luck with that. <laughs> That's consciousness you're fighting against and you can't split consciousness with a sword. <laughs> you can only invite consciousness to integrate into more consciousness. So when I speak about the ego structure, I'm speaking about it from the place of this is a, the ego structure is a construct that is, we all inherit as we are born into this world. And it is something that can become assimilated, integrated into the light of our divinity by flipping on the divine genome within you, which we call the Sophia Code divine genome and operating your perspective from your higher self-consciousness, the light of your higher self can actually invite your ego structure to become an integrated and whole contributing facet of your consciousness. Now, until that process happens, your ego structure can, can, have, can hold on to its own ideas, its own belief systems about why you're here and how you're here to serve. And it can be very painful if, you're, if, you're, if you become overly invested in a false identity built up by the ego structure about why you're here and what you're here to serve. It can be, it can be a painful process to unravel the grip the ego structure can have on your heart's vision. Your ego structure is going to want to dive bomb your heart's vision and try to control it to make it safe or not let it happen at all. Why, why would that be? It's because we are quite honestly unraveling centuries of conditioning, centuries of viral programming that we are not allowed or that we are not good enough to live a heaven on earth reality. What is a heaven on earth reality? A heaven on earth reality is when the, the integration of your higher self, sovereign divinity, consecrated to divine love and to divine the, the divine will of God, when all everything on your inside starts to operate according to that resonance, there is an outpouring that happens in your physical experience of life. Your physical reality begins to become rearranged by your inner reality. Everything within you starts to operate so that you can come into alignment with the vision within your heart for why you are really here and the joy that will come from living in a, a physical reality that's in alignment with your heart's prayer to serve as well as your heart's desires. 
what we are becoming sober and present to through this global epidemic of virus, viral thinking, okay, not just a bioengineered virus, but these, we are becoming sober to the programs that have gone viral in humanity's heart and mind that has kept humanity from accessing its highest potential that has kept humanity in a rat wheel of separation from its divinity. And, and that rat wheel has, been, has created profound levels of suffering and even not just physical poverty, but poverty of spirit, poverty of thought. And from that space, it's easy to continue to tumble and fall and snowball away from the truth of your holiness and into even the depravity of, of some of our deepest wounding taking over. It's like our world is full of depravity and truly evil behavior. All of that is this vacuous, out-of-control feeling of what happens when the ego structure uh, has torn you so far from your heart that you think there's no redemption. The Sophia Code is a proclamation and a declaration that the redemption of grace, which we will be diving into deeply in our new moon ceremony this Thursday, uh, which if you want to sign up for that, details are on my website, the redemption, the reconciliation through the spirit of grace back into the, into the heightened and clear and sober and lucid awareness of our sovereign divinity is here and now. It's why we meet every month as the Heaven on Earth Prayer Collective. It's why we have our beautiful International Mystery School. It's why we have multiple curriculums for how to dive deeper into the Sophia Code as a sacred text. It's why we have the Sophia Code as a beacon of truth for these times of disillusionment. The truth, the lighthouse of your sovereign divinity is seeking to reach out its rays of light in every direction to as many hearts as possible at this time. For those of you who feel um, depressed or even crushed by these global circumstances, I am here on behalf of the High Council of the Sophia Dragon Tribe to implore you to take faith and to take courage at this time. You chose to be a vision keeper for many. Now I'm going to explain more about what that means to be a vision keeper. So when, you, when you're in this process of surrendering into the truth that divine love is the only thing that is, is real, it's the only thing worth building your foundation on, not anxiety, not fear, divine love and its power to guide you, divine love and its power to fulfill you, divine love and its power to nourish you, divine love and its power to heal you, divine love and its power to help you forgive yourself for turning away from yourself, divine love and its power to reveal to you how to fall in love with yourself once again, divine love and its power to prosper you even in uncertain economic environments that seem to seek to destroy everything that is stable in this world. Divine love is the foundation, the unshakable foundation of our faith. And divine love is at the heart of our vision. If you are uh, just new to this spiritual journey, 
the presence of divine love, it can feel, you can feel as though you can get shaken so easily from that firmament through the slightest fear and anxiety. But with spiritual maturity, you, you remember that this is up to you to abide faithfully, to be the vision keeper of divine love and the reality that divine love can create for this world, the new paradigm. So what's interesting about new age spirituality, a lot of pop, pop spirituality that's out there is like this... <sighs> this focus on manifest, 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 attract, attract, attract. And it's just like, a lot of it is, is focusing on, well, if you just rearrange aspects of your outer reality, more beneficial aspects from an outer reality will come and bless you. But the truth is that your inner reality is, is the space and the temple and it's the, it's the resonance that you must abide in daily to train your body, heart, and mind to not be able to manifest it, but to be able to accept it, to accept that you are worthy, to accept that it is good for you to prosper for the liberation and benefit of all beings to accept that you are worthy of being seen as a resource of support for others in your spiritual leadership, however your role may unfold in this lifetime. Being faithful to the vision of your heart means becoming still enough beyond the ego structures grappling and even stranglehold on your mind and finding a way to focus on what feels so pure in your heart to you. And that you can receive that, pure, that purity and that goodness for yourself first, here and now. What is that goodness? What are those creative urges? What is that kindness within you? give birth to envisions within your heart. For those of you who are very visual, you might see a movie play out in your mind's eye. But for those of you who are more auditory or feeling, track that feeling within your heart. Track the goodness within your heart. Track the divine love within your heart. And let your cells, let, let the feelings of your body be saturated by the goodness that you are. By the prayers in your heart, by, by your innate love, perhaps for animals or for nature, for the elements, for, for artistry or beauty or the brilliance of how a, a sentence is crafted, the written word. Perhaps is how you admire someone in their warriorhood. It's like, what is the resonance and admiration, appreciation, fluidity, flexibility, grace, mercy, 
kindness, expansion, the resonance of your divinity is always going to be these holy qualities residing in your heart, seeking to seeking your constant attention to them. Because your attention, your inner flame, attending to these principles within you is going to ripple out both in your personal life, but then those re the resonance of those qualities are going to start to rearrange your personal life. Will it happen immediately? No. Sometimes abiding in that vision creates a practice for you because this isn't about an instant manifestation. Eventually, with enough abiding in your focus upon heaven within you, things do become easier almost almost lightning and and how they appear solutions but it's it's because the way you think about reality is rearranged by the resonance of heaven what happens when your thinking is rearranged by the resonance of heaven within you you don't become fixated on one idea and you certainly don't become fixated on one person you don't become fixated on one solution you become open to all of the quantum possibilities existing within you in any given moment and you are mastering your consciousness, you're mastering your awareness to focus on the highest potential within any given moment of what you can choose for yourself, for your own path of righteousness. What does that mean to walk a path of righteousness? It means that you are walking a path that is always in alignment with God's will to prosper you in all ways, and you will accept nothing less than that. And you will stay faithful to every step along that way that needs to be followed through upon. I invite you to turn with me in the Sophia Code to page 63. And this is a message from Isis. This is from her revelations in the Sophia Code. And I invite you to read this aloud with me um, because every time you read the Sophia Code out loud, you are activating your awareness to become as flexible and as fluid as your higher self's consciousness, to be able to navigate your reality where you are always at the right place at the right time, even in an astrological bombshell of a year like 2020, you can thrive and you can prosper and you must for the liberation of all beings. We must be anchoring and bodying and living the blessings of our divinity here on earth in our human experience. So let's read together. Claim your sovereign divinity at the bottom of page 63. Let's fly together as you awaken the vast illuminating life force within your precious human body. As the wings upon my back spread wide to soar with your own, the divine feminine strength and power that I embody is yours to know within yourself. My key code one is a teaching transmission for confidently claiming the freedom of your sovereign divinity. Just as I put Osiris's body back together piece by piece to the rites of resurrection, so too will I initiate your consciousness to recognize the divinity and royalty within your own body, heart, and mind. 
I offer you the light mantles of my oversoul to be wrapped as sacred ritual cloths around your awareness so that any hidden belief denying your divinity may dissolve in peace. It is safe to receive my initiations, rebirthing your self-confidence. In these rites, I honor your courage with anointing oils and bless you with the ceremonial grounds of stardust, dragon pearls, and lapis. I am always here for, for you, available within the inner pyramids that you can enter through meditation and prayer. Within these inner sanctuaries, I facilitate healing ceremonies for your awareness to receive the higher self initiations that knit together places within you that do not feel whole. It's funny how this, this reading with ISIS makes even more sense during this global lockdown, does it not? Let's keep going. My loving presence activates you to claim your innate wholeness and bravely ascend the throne of your own I am presence. Uplifted in my wings, your divinity is witnessed, proclaimed, and honored. When you step into my perspective for your life, you experience how I focus an infinite number of all-seeing eyes that access helpful information about your divine purpose from every dimensional reality within the one eye of Ra. I uplift your spirit in the empowerment of my wings, guiding you in how to integrate your many gifts and talents in a into a unified offering of joyful service. My presence accelerates and activates your personal and global mission for this lifetime. Receive my ever-present support for embodying your higher self, and it is so. All right, let's go through this passage for just a quick few minutes line by line because Isis was showing me how important this passage was for us today invoking the presence of Isis to stand with you as we work through this passage together so claiming your sovereign divinity that's the title of this section and Isis asks, asks us to claim three things in her chapter beginning on page 61 she wanted us to claim our divine inheritance claim our sacred sexuality, and claim our sovereign divinity. Those are three reclamations that bring you squarely back into the power of your human body and the purpose of your human body being a vehicle for your divinity here on earth. In this third reclamation, we are taking back the truth of our sovereign divinity. And what does that do for us? In this first line, it allows us to fly within the vast illuminating life force of our own precious human body. What is that saying? It's saying you can experience unlimited freedom within your human life. Now, for, for many, of the, many of us, we, I think our humanity often thinks that there's only a few people in this world that experience that. There's like a handful of uber billionaires uh, that maybe experience that kind of freedom. But the truth is that there are plenty of billionaires on this planet that have countless zeros in their bank account, but are still sitting at home in dire fear of what's unfolding on this planet. So zeros in your bank account do not make you, uh, do not allow for necessarily an unlimited experience of freedom. This is a freedom that can include zeros in your bank account, but goes so far beyond that. It's the freedom of your the, the totality of your divinity 
as the wings upon my back spread wide to soar with your own. The divine feminine strength and power that I embody is yours to know within yourself. So, so I mean, take a moment and tune into Isis, this larger-than-life figure worshipped for centuries. And what she is saying is, everything that is within me is within you. The strength and power that you admire so much within me is within you. And this is the same strength and power of key code one that you and I are here to embody in this radical journey to reclaim our sovereign divinity. What happens when we reclaim, she says, for confidently reclaiming the freedom, right? We are, ironically, we're more terrified of living in our freedom than we are in, in slavery because freedom means that we are constantly uh, being asked to make choices. And if your free will isn't consecrated to a divine will, then you're always going to be terrified of those choices because you know the potential of unlimited freedom. There's a, there's a ridiculous amount of choices where things can go wrong, where you could end up hurting others or yourself. But if your free will is consecrated to divine love, which is synonymous with a divine will to prosper all, then you have nothing to fear about reclaiming the unlimited freedom of your sovereign divinity. So what's going to happen when you approach that, that altar to worship your own I am presence and reclaim this freedom? Isis is going to initiate your consciousness, not only to recognize the divinity and royalty within every aspect of your body, heart, and mind, but when you look into the truth of who you are, you're also going to become very lucid aware, like this lucidity of your awareness is going to smack you up in your face of all of the hidden beliefs that have been denying your divinity, that have been keeping you secretly bound up from experiencing unlimited freedom in your life. And what is ISIS going to support you in doing? Dissolving those denials, dissolving those coping strategies. What does she say in that third paragraph? It is safe to receive my initiations, rebirthing your self-confidence. In these rites, I honor your courage because it takes a lot of courage to look at our hidden beliefs. She's honoring your courage with anointing oils that bless you with the ceremonial grounds of stardust, dragon pearls, and lapis. What is she saying there? She's saying that she is, those are, those are, <laughs> those were ceremonial uh, anointing oils and, and, and um, ground crystalline structures that were reserved for burial rites or some of the most profound stargate ceremonies of Egypt. What Isis is saying is, I'm going to help you die to, your, to your, uh, your illusion of who you think you are. I'm going to honor every moment of this death that is bringing you into such a vibrant awareness of how alive you can be at this time through the almighty power of your sovereign divinity, guiding the ship of your awareness through this journey of life. Like she is getting down here with you. She's like, I get it. 
there is a constant dying that is happening in this lifetime so that you can rise as the phoenix with your own Isis wings, with your own angel wings, and be reborn in an unlimited vista of what it's like to live this radically free in your own sovereign divinity. There are so many fears that we try to clip our wings with. And so today I call upon the spirit of Falcon, one of Isis's most sacred bird totems in her, um, in her cosmology, the key code one transmission. And I'm going to call in Isis and all of the key codes to guide us now into this vision keeping healing prayer ceremony that we have gathered to receive today. So at this time, I welcome the presence of your higher self descending over you, not only as the dove of peace, but as a falcon and as a hawk of vision-keeping medicine within your human body. You may hear the sound of the hawk or the sound of the falcon or the cry of the eagle screeching across the landscape, the landscape of your body, heart, and mind, proclaiming that this day is another day to accept the truth of your sovereign divinity, to make both shuttle, subtle and profound shifts within you, the inner being of your embodiment that's going to resonate and radiate out in every direction in the coming days and months to come. Welcoming the presence of Isis, Hathor, Green Tara, Mother Mary, Mary Magdalene, Kuan Yin, the Sophia Dragons, and White Buffalo Woman to surround you in a circle of divine feminine Christ light. Expanding these rings of empowerment, I also welcome in St. Germain of the Violet Flame, the Hathor Star Nation, the Order of Dakinis, and the 21 Emanations of Green Tara, Grandmother Anna, Ascended Master Jesus, St. Joan of Arc, and the entire Order of Magdalena. I also welcome Archangel Michael, Mahavatar Babaji, the entire Key Code 777 Order of the Sophia Dragons, the Holiest Seraphim of God, and the Syrian White Buffalo Star Nation. I welcome you to feel, to know, to claim the power, the invincible light of your sovereign divinity made manifest as your higher self here on the earth plane, <clears throat> which is downloading every, every light body that is literally creating the physical form and maintaining the holographic form of your human body here on earth. I welcome that central sun of your own divine consciousness radiating out from the center of your being growing and expanding and widening as the central sun of your soul, as that Christ light is the star within your human body that is walking upon the earth. And this is why White Buffalo Woman proclaims in her Key Code 7 initiation, wherever you walk, wherever your feet walk upon the earth, the earth is blessed by the presence of your divine light shining through your human form. At this time, I welcome the presence of Isis stepping forward. 
and she is inviting you to feel her wings on her hands, blessing your third eye, blessing your crown chakra, blessing your throat and your heart. As she is beginning these rites of initiation and quantum healing, you may begin to feel those beautiful ceremonial wrappings around different parts of your consciousness um, that are ready to be laid to rest during this call. Uh, parts of your ego structure that are ready to integrate into the very powerful and brilliant path of your heart's vision, the clear vision of your heart that is seeking to radiate through any disillusionment or separation that you may be feeling from yourself today. We've all been bravely journeying through this global lockdown now for uh, weeks on end and in the presence of Isis, I welcome your heart to rekindle its sacred flame of hope, of faith, and of your trust in the divine love that you are, and the divine love, the presence that is surrounding you, above you, beneath you, before you, and behind you, that there are countless quantum realities, pathways that you can choose through the power of your own sovereign divinity, including the highest outcome, the highest path of well-being and prosperity, of love in every aspect of your life, blessings abounding and flowing to you and from you in all ways. This pathway still and is still ever present before you. And the pathway begins from your very heart. It's not a timeline outside of you. It's the timeline that is anchored at the very center of your heart. And so Mary Magdalene is stepping forward as Isis holds you in her embrace and her winged embrace, lifting you up on high into the seven plane consciousness that through the Christ consciousness that you are, all things are possible in this lifetime and beyond for birthing your legacy of love in this lifetime. Mary Magdalene and Jesus step forward and they are, they are bringing sacred mudras to the center of your heart, welcoming your heart to surrender into that you do not know that you do not have to know the how your heaven on earth paradigm is unfolding here and now. You do not know how, to, you do not need to know the details of how. But with their, their loving presence before you and their mudras of healing light touching the center of your heart, they are encouraging you to deepen into your why. Why heaven on earth for you in this lifetime? Why are you so worthy to receive the blessings of this heavenly resonance that already exists within you? Why? Why you? Is it because it was given to you and no one else? No, it exists within everyone equally. Deepen in your why. Your why is because you are here to be an, an embodiment of that heaven, to bless you, to bless your family, to bless your friends, to bless your community, to bless your clients to bless your coworkers, to bless humanity, to bless all animals, to bless this natural world, to bless this entire world, to liberate it with your joy, with your bliss, 
with your freedom, with your abundance, with your peace. You deserve it because you are it. It is your true nature. And so Mary Magdalene is handing you this key. It's this golden key. It's the same golden key you read about in the Sophia Code over and over again. I hold the golden keys to my heaven on earth. And she's inviting you to take that golden key and to unlock your heart chakra. And as you do, you may feel your heart chakra dialing, opening, uh, dialing open and expanding as the stargate that it is, softening into your why. So that the vision of your heart, whatever that is unique to you, what is your heart's vision for you in this lifetime? It doesn't have to make sense. Because as Isis shares in her chapter, she says, my presence accelerates and activates your personal and global mission for this lifetime. She, she says that both are happening simultaneously in one sentence. Those two were included in the same sentence on page 64 of the Sophia Code. Your personal and global mission for this lifetime, everything that you are here, here to heal and everything that you are here to accept as a blessing in your life is intricately woven into your global mission. That's why divine feminine Christ consciousness and divine feminine Christ leadership is essential because in that consciousness, we understand that there is nothing that is separate in our ability to serve others that the more we serve others, the more we are freeing ourselves and we are blessing ourselves. They're intimately interwoven. And so Mary Magdalene is, <laughs> she's, I've never seen her do this before. The cross of Camargue is, is a cross that was designed uh, at the turn of the century by an artist to unify um, the, the Roma population that would travel to uh, southern France, Camargue, um, the Roma are generally uh, have been known as the gypsy culture um, people, but the, the proper term is the Roma people. And the Roma would return every um, once a year to celebrate the life of Mary Magdalene's daughter, Sarah, in, um, in southern France. And this cross was designed to represent Mary Magdalene's arrival, her safe arrival to the shores of France, um, and her, uh, her ministry continuing on in France and beyond after the ascension of Jesus. And she is dropping this cross of Camargue within the center of your heart to help you land this transmission she is also a priestess of Isis. So this is a Magdalene Isis transmission. She's like, spin this anchor deep into the center of your heart to anchor the belief, this new belief that it is safe for you to vision keep the prayers, the desires of your heart in this lifetime, even as it appears as though they are being perpetrated against in this world. 
know that the prayers of your heart, the divine love of your heart, what is inspiring your heart to be here, to, to want to participate in this game of life, it's important. And it's important that you keep tending the sacred flames of this vision within you, of your hopes and your dreams and your, de and your desires. Just because they, they may not be instantly manifesting like an Amazon shipment on Sunday morning, which by the way is ridiculous anyways, it doesn't mean they, have, they aren't going to happen. It's just that there's a perfect divine unfolding for all the moving parts of your life journey to come into fruition in this lifetime. Do not let a global lockdown intimidate you out of living your sovereign, divine, heaven on earth reality is what I'm hearing from Green Tara and Isis and Mary Magdalene and Jesus. If anything, take the anger, take the depression, take that happens you know, from a lockdown of isolation and let it fuel your remembrance that it is your role to vision keep the prayers of your heart to be faithful both in prayerful meditation and divinely guided action as to how this resonance of your heart, how you can remain true to the resonance of your heart and allow that resonance to expand through your belief and attention to it. I don't know about you, but my heart feels like it's, it's literally taking over my whole body in this moment. And I pray for that feeling to overcome you as well. And here's why. Because that's a transmission from Isis and Mary Magdalene of saying, see, when you vision keep the dreams and the prayers within the center of your heart, it begins to literally nurture and create a regenerative field of divine love over your whole body. And it begins to operate your whole body from a pure hearted place. Your ego structure, the, 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 the monkey mind is no longer interfering with how to simply tend to and nurture the visions within your heart, to spend time meditating upon them, lavishing in them first without an expectation of outcome, without, um, you know, and, and with parenting yourself, what I'm hearing from Isis and now Mother Mary is stepping in very strongly. And she's saying the prayer is notice that as you tend to the visions of your heart, your ego structure or unresolved wounding will want to pull you away from the vision, tending to the vision, bringing energy and love to the vision. Because the ego structure will say, see, 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 it hasn't happened yet. It's not fully manifested yet, or it's still only a half-baked cookie. So you might as well just throw out the baking pan along with the cookies because it's just, it's just like, that is the unresolved wounding, the anger um, that, that arises uh, when, our, when our inner children, <laughs> the many inner children inside of us, um, have unresolved belief systems that would keep us from the vision keeping of our sovereign divinity. And Mother Mary is stepping in and saying, this is the next level of your spiritual maturity. Can you vision keep not just for your adult self, but can you vision keep for the sake of your inner child that deserves these visions coming to pass as well? 
all of the birds surrounding where I am transmitting from right now have just been singing off the hook, joining us in this prayer, um, this springtime prayer of vision keeping. Can you hold the vision? Can you tend to the garden of your dreams within your heart while also working with Mother Mary and Kuan Yin to bring healing, reconciliation to the wounded places that may not feel as though you are worthy of the very visions that you are here to tend to, that you are here to vision keep? This is the great asking that we are all being invited to sit with during this global lockdown. It would, we could blame the global, global lockdown as a temporary pause in our manifestation journey or process, creative process, or we could look at this as an invitation to more grace, to become even more resolved in our faith and our inner vision as the true source for all manifestation, as the true source for birthing all heavenly realities into form through our own body, mind, and heart first. And then that beautiful overflow, rearranging the outer realities of our lives and how the outer reality of our lives can overlap with so many other lives so many other souls that are flame tending these visions within their own hearts as well. So many vision keepers, so many tended flames come together as a great bonfire of transmutation for the disillusions of this world. And so I am inviting the presence of Isis and Mary Magdalene and Jesus, Kuan Yin, Mother Mary, and Joan of Arc to uplift your spirit, to expand that garden of your dreams within your heart, to be watered, even if it's with your own tears of reconciliation, of choosing that a wound is no longer going to keep you from the vision keeping, that the vision keeping can be done now from such an empowered space that the vision keeping is actually a part of healing the wounds, the unresolved wounds that are begging for our loving compassion at this time. And I'm now inviting this beautiful solar transmission. There's this beautiful sun of Christ consciousness that is descending over each and every one of us like a ship of light, unifying every single soul on this live broadcast lifting up our body, hearts, and minds directly into the presence of Sophia God and her grace is a divine intervention of the highest order, flooding our consciousness with her Holy Spirit, which is the highest vision keeper of us all, the vision of Sophia God that she has for this earth at this time. May our souls be overcome by her Holy Spirit, filling us with her grace, filling us with her light, filling us up with her divine plan for the reconciliation of humanity back into its sovereign divinity through the willingness of our own vision keeping for that to come to pass. This is a day consecrated to our faith. And through our faith, we are given a remembrance of our wholeness through the one body of Sophia Christ, for this vision to come to pass, for all of our individual visions coming to pass, 
for this greater vision, for really, in truth, all of the visions, all of the desires that are pure desires from our hearts truly come from the grace of God, seeking to bless us in all ways by including us in her divine plan for us to all prosper together as one. And so you may you feel these golden rays being transmitted from the sacred heart of Sophia in every direction to every light worker on the Heaven on Earth Prayer Collective across this entire planet to all of your children, to all of your family members, to all of your loved ones, to all of the souls that have recently passed and are journeying back into the light of her grace, to all of the souls being born now into this planet, to all of the souls that are just awakening right now amidst this global lockdown and, and all of this exploration and what happens when we think we have fallen as far from grace. Grace is here lifting us up even higher than we could ever imagine because we are imagining again for ourselves what is possible. And we will not give up this vision for ourselves for what is possible. We will hold the sacred vision in this flame within our third eye and be devoured by this flame, body, heart, and mind, consumed by the holy fire of Sophia God. So that that is all that we are, the holy fire and light of Sophia God, walking on two legs, open with two arms, embodying this transmission of Sophia's grace in every direction, simultaneously through our human body's vote, boots on the ground vote of being here. As Green Tara shares in her key code initiation, we stand in every realm simultaneously as we stand in a human body. Our physical embodiment allows for us to be vessels of Sophia's grace rolling through us and pouring into this world. For this is the salvation of the world. It's the remembrance that we are not separate from our sovereignty. We are not separate from our divinity. And we are most not certainly separate from the presence of unconditional divine love that exists in every dimensional reality simultaneously, just as we exist there alongside it. We give up our ideas in this moment. We surrender. I invoke every single person on this call to surrender. Just one limitation that you have placed upon the vision of your heart today. Lift it up into the grace of God. And I call upon that spirit of falcon, which is the fastest bird on this planet, to take and uplift what we are lifting up to God and and join its spirit with that release so that we can feel an accelerated release at the speed, beyond the speed of light, of our attachments to, to limitations, our attachments to grieving what, what has been already taken away from us. All of our limitations, let the grieving process be released simultaneously. This is a time to, re, to joyfully reclaim the unlimited nature of our sovereign divinity. And we allow grace to divinely intervene for us in all ways here. And I call upon that same falcon spirit to now land upon the shores of your sovereignty within the vision of your heart. Whatever that vision is within your heart, however it feels, whatever it smells like, whatever it tastes like, whatever it somatically moves you to feel in every cell of your body, we call upon that spirit of falcon 
to strengthen your resolve and to strengthen your resolve to remain focused upon the shores of your sovereignty in the days and months to come throughout all of 2020. This is why we named this year's vision mentor journey, the 2020 vision mentor journey. We are vision keepers, not when it's comfortable, especially when it's uncomfortable. That's when the spiritual rubber hits the road. That's when you feel your musculature flexing and contracting and expanding and rebirthing your own consciousness. It's through the arms of grace, strengthening your faith now. We bless you with the spirit of falcon. Lifting your own angel wings high to remain resolved that your feet walk in God's country on the inner planes within your soul and within the very center of your heart. This anchor has been dropped now and for the rest of 2020. Through the grace of Mary Magdalene, through the grace of Jesus, through the grace of Isis, through the grace of White Buffalo Woman, through the grace of Green Tara, through the grace of Hathor, through the grace of Mother Mary, through the grace of Kuan Yin, your vision, your heart's vision is blessed. You stand in the company of those who are highly exalted in their sovereignty, asking you to remain resolved in your faith, in divine love, in this heavenly res resonance that you are, this holy fire that you are in human form ever in constant communion with Sophia God and your awareness becoming even more lucid and sober to the joy of that constant communion that is directing and guiding your every step every day to experience just a little bit more of heaven on earth in your reality so that you can integrate it, you can accept it, you can reclaim it, that you are worthy of this much goodness within every aspect of your relationship to life now. It is done, it is done, it is done. By the power of three, perfect trinity, it is done. It is safe for you to hold the golden keys to your heaven on earth. It is safe for you to create your heaven on earth. It is safe for you to be your heaven on earth. And it is safe for you to continue to tend to the vision of your heart's ever-expanding prayer for heaven on earth to flourish in your relationship with life now and always for the great happiness, liberation, and fulfillment of all beings, especially yourself. And so it is. Amen. I want to thank <clears throat> all of the Ascended Masters for joining us in this empowerment today. And I want to thank each and every one of you for choosing to embody the vision keeping of your higher self all the way into the very light and fire and grace of Sophia God, blessing that vision within you in all ways. Um, if you would like to deepen in this experience of Sophia's grace, opening us up to the possibilities of this new moon that's coming uh, new moon in Taurus. Talk about <laughs> abiding in the resonance of a heavenly reality. Um, we invite you to join us for this new moon ceremony on Thursday at 6 p.m. PDT. 
you can sign up for that beautiful Sophia's Grace New Moon Ceremony on my website at kaira.com. And I'm really looking forward to being together in ceremony on video again with you. This is a private ceremony. Uh, so feel free to reach out to our team angels if you'd like more information on how to enroll. It's very easy though. Um, uh, we'll also be sending out that um, link for how to enroll in the ceremony and the replay email. Um, I'd also like to invite you to continue to revisit those teachings of the 21 Days of Green Tara uh, on YouTube at Kaira Official. And if you haven't joined our Facebook forum to be a part of our online community, our beautiful international community, feel free to reach out to us and email us. We're happy to get you uh, in, uh, signed up and into our beautiful online forum. And I'd also like to announce that we have finally landed on a date for our live gathering in Sedona. Uh, I'm going to share a little bit more about that in the New Moon Ceremony this Thursday. But for those of you who have been asking, uh, when can we get out of the house and be with you again live? <laughs> um, I've been guided to finalize a date uh, for July 31st through August 2nd. We're going to have the Sedona Conference as well as a VIP uh, mentorship for leaders um, on the 1st and 2nd of August. So if you'd like to learn more um, or if you'd like to just go ahead and sign up, feel free to uh, check out those details on my website, kairad.com. So I do think this is going to be our only live event for this year. Um, I'm not planning anything for the fall. Uh, so I really hope I get to see each of you there. And I look forward to um, sharing more about that with you on the new moon ceremony this Thursday. So from my heart to yours, thank you so much for gathering together live. And please know that you're in my constant prayers and meditations. And um, I give thanks for your ever-present support of the Sophia Code and all of the ways that you are sharing the sacred transmission with the world as the solution for humanity's awakening at this time. All my love to you. We'll see you next month on the Heaven on Earth Prayer Collective, third Sunday of every month. And we'll see you live in video at the New Moon Ceremony this Thursday. All my love to you and namaste. Blessings. <laughs>